Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realise that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Well, this is a little different uh, interview now. I'm in this beautiful chateau in France. <laughs> yeah, be jealous. And I'm talking to Julia, um, and that the uh, chateau is called Mada Pradier, uh, which I had to learn how to pronounce correctly. So, welcome to Human Stories, Julia. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. And you've got an amazing place here. It's just it's just huge um, and lots of grounds and everything else. So I'm fascinated to find out more about it. Um, but um, first of all, what on earth possessed you to take this on? I don't know the answer to that, but something possessed me. Um, I grew up in England. So <laughs> I had travelled to France. Um, quite a bit when I was younger but then I went back to Australia in my late teens and I really stayed there for the rest of my adult life Um, and then I just got to a point in Australia where I had the opportunity to leave because um, commitments had finished with relationships with businesses with everything and I thought this is a great opportunity and if I don't do it now I never will and I don't want to regret not doing it and it's like a long lost memory I had that I remembered I'd always wanted to live in France in a beautiful old home and it's like how did I forget that and it's like (laughs) so it suddenly became very urgent to me to make that happen because I felt I was running out of years so (laughs) so I made it happen and I'm here I have to say to the listener that uh, she's not running out of years and she looks quite young to me. So Thank you very much, but I'm, I'm 58. Now. Oh, wow, well, so. that wasn't, the, that wasn't, I wasn't prying. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, I sat down with my sisters one day and we had this conversation, you know, you work out what your age is and you think, okay, we've probably only got 20 really good summers left in us. And when you look at it that way, it's like, what am I going to do with that? It's not, it's not a lot of time when you think, okay, I want to make every summer and every holiday and every experience with my family and friends matter. Suddenly it becomes quite urgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of time's running out thing. It's a bit morbid, isn't it, really? It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how long... Uh, so you found this beautiful place, um, and w- what happened? Did you fall madly in love with it straight away, or was it a hard choice? I came over in 2018 with two of my sisters from Australia and we spent six weeks traveling around France looking at lots of different properties and most of them were much bigger than this. They were huge chateaus with towers, turrets. Um, Then my two sisters went back to Australia and I stayed here and I kept looking and this had just come up on the market. because I had not seen it before on the internet and I knew everything that was on the internet. So I came to see it and my immediate reaction was, oh, it's too small. But I looked around and even though the actual chateau itself is what I call small, it has 
wonderful cottages it's got amazing huge events barn which well what i've turned into an events barn it's got beautiful gardens uh, and then i realized well actually it has got enough space enough accommodation space um but also what it has is the most wonderful environment it's it feels like quite a magical place especially the gardens and i'd seen a lot of gorgeous chateaus that had no gardens and oh. quite barren beautiful buildings with nothing really around them oh. this place is hidden among the trees and it has a seasonal lake that comes and goes and it has a walled garden and it's just a mysterious sort of place oh. so that's what i fell in love with fantastic what sort of state was it in when you first uh, bought it the previous owner had lived here f since 1963 and he was an artist and he had done nothing to the place in the sense that he hadn't touched the floors, he hadn't touched fireplaces, everything was totally original. He had bathrooms put in in 70s style bathrooms. Um, so obviously I had to rewire the whole place to make it compliant, replumb, insulate, new bathrooms, you know, I had to do a lot of work. But the things I really wanted, which were original flooring, original fireplaces, were all intact. Nothing had been ruined, <laughs> which was really important to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So he did you a favor, really, by not doing much to the building because he wanted it in its original state, but uh, obviously it had to be tidied up. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. And how about the grounds as well? They must have taken some work. Well, again, the previous owner, the artist, was also a botanist and he loved trees and he actually planted the majority of the trees here, which I'm getting this benefit of because they're absolutely stunning. And I have seen, I have photos of when he first took over the property and there are very few trees and in the wall garden, there's nothing, um, which is really hard to believe when you look at it now because the trees look so old and they're so big, but he did all that. So that was, such a um, advantage to have that and uh, it all looks fantastic now if you've kindly shown me around most of it at the moment and it's it's all looking fantastic how long has it taken you to get this far well I've been here now just over two and a half years and it's been pretty much full-on <laughs> renovating um, since I got here obviously the first thing electrics septic tanks so at the front of the chateau, there's a big terrace that we created. The septic tanks are under there. Originally, the grass went straight up to the front door. There was nothing between the chateau and the large barn except grass. So all of that's been landscaped. The fountain, which I find really, really important. It really links the, the two ends of the property together. I put that in and I found a beautiful old centerpiece fountain to go into the surround and I just love it it's one of my favorite things I've done here is creating that fountain um, so done a lot of work I've renovated two cottages my sheets one of them was a barn which was just 
empty so completely done that one it's got underfloor heating wood burners bathrooms kitchens it's beautiful and quite modern um the other one's the old guardian's cottage which is very rustic and i kept it very rustic but again it's new electricity new plumbing you know all that sort of stuff and we created the events barn which is in the large barn so it's got a prep kitchen in there it's got a bathroom in there uh, oak flooring in the whole barn rewiring it's got its own septic tank so when I go through in my head all these things I've done like you know I sort of forget about them and then it's like oh yeah that, that was a lot of work um, so was the 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 idea from the outset to make it into a business the idea was to, my original idea was to come and buy a little French farmhouse and just have a nice quiet life <laughs> but <laughs> then talking with my sisters the idea got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point of a chateau <laughs> and therefore okay it's going to have to be some sort of business so accommodation I wanted the cottages um, I was never thinking of being in the wedding business but the large barn which is so beautiful is telling me it needs to be a wedding barn because it is so beautiful so we are going after weddings at the moment we have quite a few booking in for this year and next year so we'll see how that goes that might be the main part of the the business fantastic now tell me a bit about yourself because to take on all this you need to really know what it helps if you know what you're doing (laughs) Uh, and um, you've got qualifications and skills that help it well it either helps to know what you're doing or it helps to be totally ignorant of what you're doing (laughs) it's one or the other um, no, I do have a background in property development on a small scale with my ex-partner in Australia. He was an architect and we did do projects together, uh, either building from scratch or renovating and developing properties or land development. And I do a lot of work on the interiors for his clients as well. So. I'd had that experience and I'd had experience with my own properties where I would um, renovate and and sell them on. So, but it's in Australia, your properties are very new and I've always had a passion and love for really old buildings. Growing up in England, our father's house was a very old house and I think that's where that came from, this love for old buildings. So I really wanted to be here to decorate in a totally different way to what I was doing in Australia right okay well it's certainly fantastic I'm gonna get you to take me uh, out to show me the cottages and and the barns and things a bit later on it's fantastic Uh, what would you say to somebody who's dreamt about uh, doing exactly what you've done would you say don't do it or would you say go for it or what advice would you give somebody listening to this who's thinking wow just that must be just so fantastic to to get a chateau in France or somewhere and do it up my advice is if you want to do it do it don't put it off I wish I had done this 20, 30 years earlier. I really, really wish I had because I'd I'd be able to speak French by now if I had, for one thing. Um, I would have had the energy to take on something 
bigger, grander. Um, I felt quite limited by my age when I was looking because I'd look at places and think, okay, this scares me a bit. This is a bit daunting. It's a bit too much work. Um, where when I came here, I thought, yeah, I can handle this one. So if you want to do it, just do it. Prices are only going to go up. So <laughs> the other thing I will say, even though prices uh, of property seem extremely good to buy, which they are, renovation costs are expensive and just living in France is expensive. So don't put all your money into buying the place. Put maybe a third or at the most half your money into buying the place. You have to have that bucket of money aside for the work you're going to have to do to it and also to be able to live until you create your business. So I know a lot of people come and they just buy something amazing and enormous with all their money and then they have nothing left to do it up and you really don't want to be in that situation um, but if it is a dream to do it then do it because I have not regretted one second of being here and I understand that's great advice thank you uh, uh, I understand that you're a bit of a tv star tell me about that <laughs> well I wouldn't say a tv star I'm a participant <laughs> in um, the escape to the chateau DIY show which last year got renamed as just chateau DIY so I was originally in series two which was when I was looking for chateaus so I had two of my sisters with me and they came and filmed at about two, three, three or four chateaus that we looked at. And then I was in series five and six, I think. <laughs> and we, I was in the Christmas special just this past Christmas with my upside down Christmas tree. Um, anyway, it's a lot of fun. I get a lot of uh, followers on Instagram through it and it's all about you know building the business and making people aware of the place yeah. and hopefully uh, people will come and visit and come and stay and enjoy the place. I'm sure they will and we'll make sure that your website's on uh, the text that goes with this podcast of course no problem at all. Uh, Julia thank you so much for talking to me on Human Stories you've been wonderful this is a wonderful place um, and I feel privilege to uh, to be here thank you very much again thank you very much it's been fabulous human stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll inspire or help others get in touch if you have a story to tell if you or your organization would like a professional podcast series to reach your own audience or if you'd like training so you can do it yourself i can help go to tonyloydradio.com Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.